What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Just Grow It podcast. I am your host, Big City Gardener. And today we got a real one with me, man. Today I'm talking to my man, Dope. All right, so stay tuned. This should be a good one. All right, man, so I want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to join me on the podcast, the Just Grow It podcast. First off, why don't you let everybody know who you are, what your name is, and all that good stuff. All right, my name is Jeffrey Johnson, and I am the CEO, founder, owner, operator, call me whatever you want, of uh, DOPE, which stands for Depend on Planet Earth. All right. Now, before we go any further, I just need to tell you that I think that is the livest name you could possibly come up with when it comes to gardening. (laughs) You know, like the first time I saw the IG handle, I looked over and told my wife, I was like, yo, that's the that's dope. (laughs) Man, I don't know how he came up with that, but that's dope. So if you don't mind, would you tell everybody how you came up with the name? Craziest thing, right? So. I say dope a lot. Like, oh, you know, that shirt is dope. That song is dope. It's just if you talk to me for longer than five minutes, I'm going to say something's going to be dope. And scrolling through, I think, an inspirational page or something a few years ago, I saw an IG post that pretty much said create dope shit. And so I saved it. Like, all right, cool. And just, I just saved it. And so this is, I was, I was in the shower. I do all my deep thinking in the shower. I don't know what it is. But I come up with the most amazing things in the shower. So I'm in the shower. Mind my, well, not mind my business, clearly. The, the create dope shit just hit me. It hit me. The create dope shit. And I was like, dope, 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 dope. Depend on planet Earth. Dope. Oh, man, that's dope. No pun intended because when it takes to grow things, water, sunlight, soil, and I don't use pesticides or chemicals. So I'm depending on planet Earth to, to lead me and guide me to grow these things. And it worked. I, I didn't think it would work, but I came out in the shower like, oh, shit, this works. So like you, I use the word dope a lot in like my everyday speech or whatever. So, so when I saw it, man, it just hit home with me. So I just wanted to let you know that I think it's a dope name. Appreciate that. Appreciate that a lot. All right. So like I said, this is the just grow it podcast and we talk about gardening and how gardening is related to life and things of that nature. So let's go ahead and tell people how you first got in introduced to gardening. Okay. I think it was 1991, maybe early 92, one of those. I was in fifth grade, somebody after fifth grade, I remember. And my mother, rest in peace, uh, she came home one day with some tomato plants and some wood shavings and paint bucket. And so I looked like, what am I supposed to do with this? She's like, go and grow tomatoes. All right, cool. So she gives me that. She gives me some miracle Grow, which I do not use anymore. And that was my summer project to just grow tomatoes from wood shavings and miracle Grow. And I think I had a pickle jar. That was my watering jar. And I got pretty good at it, and I enjoyed it. My, my grandfather saw what I was doing, and he helped me out, and he got some some okra plants and some pepper plants. So we grew okra, peppers, and tomatoes that summer, which was, for me, just fun. And from that point on, it seems as if I, I could grow anything. Like, if I saw a plant, I'm like, oh, I can make this grow. And I would just go to friends' house and adults in my neighborhood and just plant their stuff and make it grow. So that was my, my very first introduction, and I didn't touch anything on a regular for years until about maybe four years ago when I just uh, got my backyard and put some raised beds down. And being the novice that I was, and you're going to crack up, I think this is on my website too, I didn't know what I was doing. And so I, I took a, I remember taking the entire packet of tomato seeds and just pouring them in the ground. <laughs> 
dude, that's like 300 seeds. And I'm thinking, oh man, I'm going to have so many tomatoes. What am I going to do? And I took the cucumber. I took every seed packet I had and just threw it in the ground and just waited. Like, oh, I can't wait. Man, I didn't get a damn thing. <laughs> you didn't get one tomato off all those seeds? No. <laughs> I didn't get a tomato plant. I got nothing. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> so it just made me start doing more research and looking into things more and saying, oh, Okay, so that's how it works. And I just steadily grew from there and grew from there. So, yeah, that was very, very disheartening and a waste of money. Still fun, but, yeah, I got nothing. I think it's a – I'm going to use your name, Dope. I think it's dope that it was your your parents, your mom, your grandpa, who kind of introduced you to gardening. Yeah. You know, I have a – very similar to me. I think some of my earliest memories of gardening – we had raised beds behind our house out of landscape timbers. And I remember my mom, she grew tomatoes back there. And I remember I got the whooping of my life because I took her tomatoes and I was throwing them at birds on the neighbor's roof, trying to hit the birds. <laughs> Man, she came home and tore me up. <laughs> Did you hit the birds though? Did you hit them at least? Nah, man, I didn't hit anything. <laughs> And then what made it even worse is that the neighbor came and he told, that's what, this is why I got the whooping. The neighbor came and told my mom that I was over there throwing tomatoes at his house and, and I was just being a bad kid or whatever. He said, I don't know, but that wasn't, that wasn't it. I was really out there working on my aim, man. I thought I was Randall Cunningham or somebody. Yo, look here, man. Randall Cunningham was my favorite NFL player for like 10 years. Real. And, and somewhat of a side note, I think it was NFL Football 91 on Nintendo. He, Eagles QB 12, they couldn't use his real name because he, the player contract. So he got like a 99 rating. Yeah. Like, he was unstoppable in that game, too. Yeah, so, you know, shout out to Randall Cunningham and shout out to you trying to be Randall Cunningham throwing tomatoes. I, th- I, thought, I, <laughs> I thought I was going to do something. <laughs> it ended up backfiring later on that night. <laughs> shout out to my mom though shout out to my mom for that all right so where do you garden where are you located man i am in savannah georgia this is home for me i moved back here a few years ago after being in dc zone 8b for all you garden heads because everybody wants to know what zone someone's in so this is zone 8b it might as well be zone 9 because it's that hot and we're so close to florida but that's where i am and i've never been to savannah Never been to Savannah. I've been to oh, Atlanta, beautiful. been through Georgia a little bit, but never made my way to Savannah. Beautiful, man. Right here on the coast. Got the beach, old historic houses. Wonderful. Beautiful. Everybody loves it here. Small town charm. Everybody's friendly. Okay. That's where you're raised? Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. All right. So I know that on your website, you have a series where you drop some stories I think you drop them on Thursdays. You write these articles and you post them to your blog. I wanted to ask you a question about one of the articles that I read. Sure. All right. So it was the story about cooking the green. Oh, no. All right. It was the story about cooking the greens. I had a few questions, but I just I just have one towards the end of the story. You said one of your frat brothers came up and asked you, do you know how to clean the greens or wash the greens or cut the greens? I don't remember which one. And you said no. 
How long did it take you on YouTube to learn how to properly wash and cut collard greens? Yeah, like five minutes. Like five minutes, okay. It's not hard at all. Okay. Do you feel like sharing your secret to the world? Yeah, well, okay. So let me tell you, right? So a friend of mine said, Hey, I want you to read your I want you to read your story. And I'm like, that's not me, that's not what I do. I just type it. And so something got in my head that said, Hey. Go on Instagram Live and read the story. So I read the story and we just end up having a discussion on collard greens for like 40 minutes and mustard greens and turnip greens. And everybody was sharing how they did this and did that. And I thought that was crazy that we just had a topic on collard greens. We just kept talking. And so for you to come on here and say, hey, man, the collard green story, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> but <laughs> and everybody does it their own way. And so for me, the, the easiest thing, especially if you grow your own greens, you, you grow your own greens, you crop them so they can grow back and then give them a good wash. But if you're growing yours and you're not using pesticides, you don't have a lot of bugs, even washing them isn't that hard because like my aunt would say, nobody wants to bite into some greens and taste dirt and grit. That's the worst thing. So you get your greens washed, all that good stuff. Got them soaked a couple of times. All, make sure that the water comes up clean. And then for me, I just, I rip them from the stem, the main stem, stack them on top of each other, roll them up, and take a knife, take a knife, and then slice them. Boom, just like that. That so it's, it's pretty simple. Yeah, man. I thought I thought so. I thought so too. I just wanted to hear if you had a, a different way or something special to show the world. You, you never, man. Like I didn't realize that so many people prepared their greens in so many different ways. Yeah, man. Amazing to me. That's true. And what's funny is I didn't really. Well, not at all. I didn't come up eating greens, collard greens or anything, because my parents, my family is Jamaican. So instead of collard greens, we would eat like collaloo or spinach. That was it, collaloo or spinach. So I never heard stories about people's different ways of preparing greens or how important it was to wash and clean your greens until later. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So another article that I read talked about how you work with or you mentor kids involving gardening if i'm wrong kind of fill me in but can you talk more about what it is you do with the kids when it comes to gardening yeah sure i kind of got roped into it that the literally the same summer that i grew nothing from the 300 tomato seeds i started a compost bin at home in my backyard and i would ask a church member for his toilet tissue rolls and so he'd give them to me every week he says hey i'm on the board of directors at this this school and they have a garden. I said, all right, cool. Would you mind going by there and just, you know, seeing what it looks like and talking to some people? I said, right, yeah, no problem. Cool. And so I get there and he must have told them I was the Superman of gardening or something because they looked at me, oh my God, it's you. And I'm like, where the hell am I? And so I'm looking at the bed. I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, what do you think we should do? And I'm like, how the hell do I know? And so I said, okay, 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 okay. And there's a picture of my website, and I think my face is like, I don't think you can see my face, but if you zoom in, I'm like, oh, shit, what have I got myself into? And so I was like, but there was another lady there, and she had the, the um, she had what she wanted to teach and what she wanted to learn, and she had examples, the curriculum, that's what I was looking for. She had the curriculum set up. I said, okay, great. And one day I swear she snapped at me. She said, no, I want you to tell the kids what you know. And, and I'm like, I, oh, all right, okay. So I went home and I started reading. I did some research and I was like, well, I got to teach the kids something. And 
I'm a storyteller. Some people say I'm the, the greatest storyteller. <laughs> I'm not, but okay. but I'm not. I just went and I, I talked to the kids. The first class was fifth graders. Yeah, very first day, they were fifth graders. And we went out there and I was like, pull some carrots. And they were like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just telling y'all what I know. And <laughs> I didn't want to be embarrassed because kids are mean. I didn't want to get, you know, ganged up. Yeah. Kids, right? I, <laughs> I was going to ask you, how were you received by the fifth graders? Oh, man. So I'm, this was just like the 16. I saw it. So let me get a picture of y'all standing in front of the beds. And they were like, no. And I was like, dad, for me. And this kid's dad. And I was like, boom, got it. And so I was like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> so <laughs> no, back a few weeks later, I was like, yeah, I'm not going out like that. And these were third graders. And the third graders were a little bit more boisterous than the fifth graders. And they were, they were just rambunctious because it was two third grade classes. And so I would just sit there and after a while, I said, you know what, let me tell these kids some stories and try to make it relatable to them. And it ended up working. So we did these, we did these garden lessons twice a week for years, third, fourth, fifth. I think we did second graders and kindergartners. And they, they just, they jumped right on it. They loved it. Now it's funny, the same third graders when I went back to their class two years later had no interest at all. Now they thought we were cool. And they just looked at me like, now they're too cool for it. Man, right. They played me. Uh, so, yeah. Nah, come on, man. They'll come back to it, though. Later on in life, they'll think back on it and be like, man, when I was younger, third, fourth grade, there was this dude, man. He was dope. <laughs> and he had us out there in the garden doing dope shit, man. Crazy thing is one of the girls, I think she was like in fourth grade, she followed me on Instagram. And I was like, nope. No, don't do that. Not going out like that. So I'm I'm assuming once all uh everything that's going on in the world clears up, you'll get back to those classes. I hope so. I really hope so. I'm also um in the uh, master the Georgia excuse me the coastal Georgia master gardener program, and we revived the uh, the roots and shoots program, which is basically elementary school kids coming out to our coastal bamboo garden, and we we're teaching them gardening classes as well, mainly about seeds and seed production and things. And so that was, we just got it off the ground, probably day two. And then the very next day, they were like, got to stop COVID hitting. Everything just came to a screeching halt. So I'm working with them too. It's, kids are fun. Kids are easy. You can teach, I guess, because they're in a school environment. You can teach kids way easier than you can teach adults. It's so much easier. Yeah, I agree. Because kids, you can make things fun, man, for the kids. Oh, yeah. You know, they, and they, they were more, you know, I tell it, I, I related to food. The easiest thing you can tell a kid, and I would get them every time with this. Hey, kids, who likes cucumbers? And nobody would put their hand up. Okay, who likes pickles? And everybody would raise their hand. And I said, what if I told y'all that a pickle was a cucumber? And they're like, what? And like that, boom, got them. And we can go on from there. You know, pizza and related to tomatoes and, you know, ketchup and all of that. And it just, it just works with kids. The examples work and they're willing to listen. Yeah, I agree. I agree that and that they're open. They're open to yes, a lot of things. Yes, indeed. That's dope. So you say you're a master gardener, huh? Technically, they won't let me use that term. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, I know I'm one of them also. Oh, would they let you use it on your own? Do you have to work specifically with them? You got to, you know, you know the rules, man. I think the rules are the same here as they are there, probably. But, yeah, okay, I want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I don't think I'm technically allowed to say the name. Same here. Talk about a hustle, right? Hey, man. You <laughs> yeah I, I feel uh i don't know man it, it's cool it, it was it was all right but 
sometimes I feel like there's just a little disconnect there. Oh, there's a huge disconnect. I mean, it, yeah, I don't know about you, but in my program, I could help. Oh, yeah, I'm still here. Uh, it was just a way for the county to get help, just answering gardening questions. And that's cool. That's a cool thing. But like you said, there's a disconnect because you, you're only allowed to help certain places and certain people, if that makes sense. Yeah, man. With you, I guess where you took the class, were the class hours or or was the class offered at a time that seemed accessible for everybody? No, not at all. No, it was um, every Friday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. from late January through early May. Yeah, I think I think I was something similar to that, maybe on a Wednesday or a Thursday, same 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you're not retired or working for yourself, there's no way possible for you to do it. That's the same thing I said when I took the class. And I don't want this to sound as if I'm talking bad or have any sort of disdain towards the certification or the group. That's not what this is. I'm just kind of just kind of reality. Yeah. Yeah. Giving you my observations. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, if you're not really retired, man, you, it's not very easy to become one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and then to find out that it's, and it, I'm with you again, there's nothing against the program. I learned a lot. I have a huge textbook that I look back for references to give me opportunities, but it's also, what's the word? I can't even think of what to say, but it's the fact that, that we can't sit here and say, oh, I'm a master gardener. You're like, oh, I'm a master gardener too. I mean, we can say it, but we have to look around and make sure nobody's listening before we get to see some on saying it, which is crazy because we took the classes, we paid, we passed the test, so why can't we use it? Right. You know, how the world works, right? Right. That's how the world works, man. I don't get it. But it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Right, let's go on to something else, man. I see that. Like I said, I've read your blog and I've read the stories that you write on there. And I noticed that every one of them is connected to a hip hop story or I'm sorry, a hip hop track. You talk about how you had something playing in the background when you wrote the the stories. You've always been a hip hop head. Yeah, man. Since I can remember, Um, I am. I'm 39. And so I remember being I was probably three and my father had this tape. It was Nucleus uh, Jam on it. Jam on Revenge. And every time I get in this car, I'll like, oh, put on the nucleus. And my parents got divorced. He gave me the tape. And as a five-year-old, I'm like, this is the great. I still, I have the, the cassette. Oh, the tape is somewhere. I have the uh, the case for it, but I don't know what the tape is anymore. It's not like I have a tape player anyway. But yeah, that hip hop has just been part of my life from way, way back. And you know, when it comes to this, this gardening thing, I play a lot of hip hop to my plants. But when Fife passed away, that was a huge, just like life-changing moment for me because I love A Tribe Called Quest. And the fact that the brother passed away due to complications from diabetes, I thought, that, and you know, diabetes, even though they say there's no cure, it's in your diet. I mean, switch up your diet, your diabetes will get better or it will get worse depending on which way you switch your diet. And so it was just, just mind-blowing and shocking that Fife was gone because of diabetes and it just gave me more inspiration. Like, all right, cool. Let's grow some food. Let's help some people out. Let's do what we can. Okay. Okay. I was just curious. I was just curious. Man, I got on the scoop doggy style shirt right now. I, just, I didn't even realize. I looked down like, oh, I've got the doggy style. It's just, the hip hop is in me all day, every day. Yeah, man. I feel the same way. 
And anytime I do anything with gardening, I feel like there is a song, I don't know, associated with whatever I'm doing or I need the music playing in the background while I'm out there. Or even when I'm in the garden working with kids or working with anybody else, there's always there's always some good some good music playing. That reminds me because I noticed you said it a few times. So how much do you really love 400 Degrees? It's probably a top 10 album to me. But that was like, okay. I'm 35. So mm-hmm. 400 Degrees is, I don't know, is that is that 96 maybe? Uh, not, it actually dropped November 98. So see, I was... 98. Okay. 98. So if I'm eighth grade. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm eighth grade. Like <laughs> that's one of those, that's one of those albums that, that probably, yeah, no, that's just, that's just, that's a great album. Word for word, song for song on their great album. Oh, it don't. Yeah, it, it definitely don't. I remember the day I got it. I was like, whoa. Cause I was, for me, no limit. It was no limit all day. And then Cash Money showed up, and I was like, eh, it's not no limit. And then that Manny Fresh comes on there, woo! And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, Manny Fresh, man. I don't think he gets enough credit, man, but he, uh, yeah, he he changed the sound. Yes. I, I was also a big No Limit fan, but I just loved how they kind of, they flooded you with music, man. Master P gave you a new a new album every month or every other month, which was a brilliant, brilliant entrepreneurial skill, man, or tactic. Yes. He would promote inside the CD cases. So when you opened it, you, we would open it to see what was coming out next month. True. And you got 20 songs on a, uh, on a CD for, I, I swear at some point they were like six ninety nine, seven ninety nine at Best Buy. I was going to say nine ninety nine. That's what I remember. I think they were eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine. It might even been, well, we, Quick, quick story, real quick, right? So, this was uh, this is February 98. Yeah, I was a junior in high school, and we're at the lunch table, and my boy runs in, and he throws the silk the shocker CD on the table. He just throws the case, like, "Oh my God, y'all not gonna believe this!" So everybody's like, "What?" He's like, "Man, someone number one." So it was charging to the game. We're like, "What, man?" When I tell you, school was over. People ran. We ran to the parking lot to get charging to the game. Well, everybody ran with me because I had to stay after and supervise detention. So I'm sitting there supervising detention, trying to get the best buy before it sells out. And people are coming through the parking lot, just blasting charges to the game. And then it sold out on me. I think some of the people listening to this show, they're not going to understand the concept of a, a CD selling out. <laughs> what you mean? Yeah. Why you didn't just grab your phone and Apple Music that bad boy? Man, no, nah, it, it was... Like, I remember, I think C-Murder came out and people were standing outside Best Buy waiting for it to open, like looking through the doors. Hey, you know, I'm like, it was, it was bad. Matter of fact, I gave money to my best friend. It had to be in the parade that day. I said, hey, get that C-Murder for me, please. Because <laughs> once it sold out, was, who was going back to get it once it sold out? Man, no limit, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was it really great music? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> Some of it was, some of it was timeless, and then some of it was just kind of filler. Oh, yeah, yeah. He made money, though. God, he made money. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad at it. I need I need people like Master P, and I don't know if he is up on gardening. I don't know the man personally, but I need him to get interested in gardening. You know, I think he released um some rice. I think it's called like Uncle P's White Rice. Okay. I haven't 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a step in the right direction, P. All right. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I think it exists. I'm not sure. Um, if you look at like like Styles has the juice bar. Yeah, yeah. In, and I think that if we look in the hip hop community, like I said, Fife, Diabetes, Dr. Dre, not from Cali, the one from UMTB Raps, Diabetes. I think he did he have a foot amputated or something. Is he blind now? Or something? I think he lost his sight. Apparently, Biz Marquis is still in the hospital. He's been in the hospital for months, complications from diabetes. Was it Big Cap? I think Big Cap died, diabetes. I'm like, this lifestyle that, that our hip-hop artists are living, it's, there's a better way. There's another way. Um, Action Bronson lost, I think, over 100 pounds. Man, I, I follow Action Bronson on IG, and I've seen his transformation. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I wish there was a way or... I don't know, maybe one day it will happen. We can kind of unite the hip-hop and the gardening world. I think if they can come together, they can spread a, a great message about the importance of, of healthy food and gardening and a healthy diet. Yeah, I agree. That, that's been one of my goals since day one, like to just, to just open up, to let people see. Like It's like a foreign concept to people. When people say, hey, what do you do for a living? And I say, I'm a gardener. And they're either like, oh, okay. Or they instantly ask me a question. Hey, I've got this, and I get to talk about it. Or, or oh, you're going to love this one, because this happens all, hey, what are you growing? <laughs> Look like, do you really want me to go through the list? And it's boom. They think you're going to stop after like two or three things. And I'm on number 20, like, is that enough? <laughs> so, and then when you get to number 20, they're like, you have a farm? Like, where do you, where do you grow all this stuff? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, I grow a lot of it in pots, man. Like, what do you mean? I utilize everything. Yeah. I mean, the, the grass in front of my house, grass in the back, pots, any and everything I can get my hands on because you can grow in a lot of places. And in our culture, you know, getting back to what you were saying, we just need to expand more. And things like this podcast help with that expansion to let people know that there are people out here doing it. Yes, you and I are prime examples. We garden. We're black men. We garden and we listen to hip hop. That's it, it happens. It's out there. Like I play a tribe called Quest for my plants. You play 400 degrees for your plants. It, it works. And we're out here. We're just trying to make our lives better and everybody else's lives better as well. That's it, man. I've I've said it before. I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast, but I believe that a lot of things start with with your health, right? And I think there's no way to be healthier than to grow some of your own food. Right. right. And I mean health from a bunch of different ways. Right. You get healthy produce, but it's also good for you, your mental health side. And it just kind of just exposes you back to nature and, and reminds you that we are all connected or there are so many different things connected together to achieve a goal. I am working on something along that nature. I'm not going to say it on here because you might steal my idea that I'd be pissed. No, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Keep it to yourself. I might hit you with it later. I don't want to, or if not, you somebody else and be like, ooh, that sounds great. I'm not even going to put myself out there like that because it's not finished. <laughs> but that goes hand in hand with what you just said. And one of the hashtags that I use to actually grow your own food, grow your own medicine, because food is medicine. And when people realize that, it, it changes things. At my house, I went chemical free a few years ago, as chemical free as I could, still working on it. But that meant getting rid of all the, the toxic chemicals, bleach, all the cleaning, bathroom cleaners and everything. 
I feel a lot better. And most of the things that I use are plant-based, even detergent, soaps, dish detergent, everything. And it helped me to explore herbs and vegetables more and how they can help even more. Mm-hmm. I don't think, well, I don't know if people do, but there's a lot of power in, in the herbs, man. There's a lot of power in the herbs that, that people have been using for centuries. Yes, yes, indeed. Right? And, and it, it seemed like it was kind of forgotten or looked over recently, but it kind of seems like there's a resurgence, you know, that people are getting interested in herbs, uh, med- growing your own food, growing your own medicine, anything like that. At least that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. And the pandemic definitely made that interest more because, I mean, it, I was getting messages left and right. Hey, how do you grow this? What about growing this? Oh, I want to grow this. Or even mason jars. Now I sell my products in mason jars and there was a mason jar shortage for months. I was like, what's up with that? Like, mason jars are always around. And all of a sudden, the show. Always. <laughs> when I need them, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so. Yeah, so I was a part of that mason jar shortage. My wife, she makes salsa, and then she'll sell it at the gym. And she would send me to the store to get mason jars, and it was never a problem until March, April, May. All of a sudden, I couldn't find a case of mason I couldn't even order them online. I emailed the company who makes them, I'm not going to put them out there. Okay. Email me back for two months just to say, no, nah, we don't have anything. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And so they're, they're starting to come back now. Now that I've said that, I'm going to go to Target and grab like three more cases in case somebody hears us and get them from me. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, what's up, world? Sorry to interrupt the show, but I need you to do one thing. If you like this show and you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, Please take a minute to give me a five-star rating. And while you're there, like and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to your podcast. All right, so you mentioned that you sell your products in mason jars, man. Let's talk about let's talk about the products that people can buy from the dope store. And how and first, first, can we also talk about now that I realize you're a hip-hop head, can I tell you how dope it was? Wasn't it that you had Styles P with a picture and of Dougie your Fresh. and Dougie Fresh? And Dougie. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. Dougie Fresh. I had just watched Paid in Full probably the day before, and then I saw Dougie Fresh on your feed. So, yes, salute to you, sir. Uh, no, no, I, uh, salute to one of my boys who, who hooked that up for me. Okay. Although, um, slight background on me. When I was in school, Howard University, by the way, definitely got to get that in there, as usual. I'm Howard University, class of 2003. I was a radio production major. So I was always in the radio station interviewing people working here and doing this and that. So this music thing has been in me my whole life. And people ask me, you're a gardener. What was your major in school? What was your major in school? And I said, radio production with a minor in sociology. And they're like, how did you get into it? I like, hey, lifestyle change. Things happen. But I love what I do. I love this gardening thing. And it's allowed me to pursue so much and open so many doors that I didn't think were possible. Getting back to the products, like you said, one of my main goals when I started this, I wrote out my goal sheet. I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I, I somewhat forgot about it. And I worked on other things. And then when it came time, I'm sitting here one day in the pandemic hit. I'm like, I got to come up with something new. And my rosemary bush, if, I, if anyone who grows rosemary knows, it's going to grow. And it's going to grow. And I looked and I said, I have all this rosemary. What can I do with it? And you know, you sit at home, think a little bit more. And you're like, ooh, I do a lot of cooking. What if I, so boom, like that, 
I go into like chef mode. I go into scientist mode. Shout out to high school teaching me chemistry, all that good stuff that I thought I would never use later in life. So I'm in here and measuring. I'm like, okay, cool. I can do this. And boom, I come up with the, the rosemary infused olive oil, which sold out within the first month. And then I said, okay, all right, I can do this. And then the, the coconut oil with the peppermint and spearmint. I said, okay, cool. And then that sells. I'm like, all right, well, I can do a, a hand scrub with thyme and lemon thyme and then more peppermint than a foot scrub with sage and rosemary. And then I, I do a cooking salt with sage, rosemary, and thyme. And at this point, I'm like, I got herbs galore. These products are dope, no pun intended. They're natural. They're healthy. They're organic because I'm growing them. I know exactly what's going in. And it's it's an amazing thing that I, that just took off that I didn't think would take off the way it has. And I love it. It's for me, I am never going back to certain products again because I have my own now, which is a really good feeling. And a friend of mine told me yesterday, like, oh, I used your um, your foot scrub and the, the lavender. It, the smell just relaxed me. After being on Zoom all day and having all these meetings, that was the perfect thing. And I'm like, hey, trust the timing of your life because this thing is working right now. So that's how the dope story goes. It's, it's literally living a dope life. Like you say, no pun intended. That's dope, man. <laughs> See, it just happens. Right? It flows. <laughs> to, when I saw your oil, when I saw the, the Dougie Fresh with the oil, that, just so you know, motivated me to start saying, man, what can I do? What kind of products can I offer? So I asked that question about your store, but now I want to say thank you for even putting out the oil for even doing that because you got my mind working over here. But you actually inspired me at first because you were taking the peppers and, and drying the peppers and making your own pepper, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do do that. So I'm looking at that, right. So I'm looking at that like, oh, this dude literally is making his own pepper. And uh, another thing I learned reading the garden catalog that you can buy the paprika, it was paprika seeds. Mm-hmm. And you buy them and then dry them out and you make paprika. And I was like, oh, shit, that's how it's done? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at, boom, you're taking this and I'm making the salsa verde and you're making the dry pepper and the chili pepper. And I'm like, yo, this dude is killing it right now. Man, so man. I went back and I, I got to step my game up. <laughs> there it is. That's a beautiful thing, man. I didn't know that. And hey, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you also helping motivate me. And that's what we need to be doing. Everybody motivating each other, uplifting each other, all that good stuff, man. Yeah, we can step our game up and not step on each other. Yeah, that's it's a big game, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a big game. So there, yeah. there's, something, there's something for everybody. Plus, I think, I think I use this analogy. I don't remember with who, but there's a lot of different aspects to a game. So somebody's scoring points, somebody's getting rebounds, somebody's blocking shots. I mean, there's not just one thing. Seriously, I use that analogy so often. And I, I got it based on um, Jordan back in, I forgot which All-Star game it was. And as he's getting the MVP trophy, because he had a triple-double, he says, well, I couldn't shoot tonight, so I figured I'd pass. And here he is. He gets the triple-double. He gets the All-Star MVP. And I tell people, like, okay, especially when the pandemic hit, what am I going to do? Well, if you can't shoot, then pass. And if you can't pass, then rebound or play defense. Because – we look at from a basketball standpoint, yes, there's an all-time leading scorer, but there's also an all-time leading rebounder, an all-time leader in steals. It's all part of the game. And pivot. If you can pivot and find your way to make something happen good for you, then do it. It doesn't even set on anybody else's toes. Do your thing. That's, that's, that's a great way to put it. 
That's a great way to put it. And it's the truth. Yeah, it just, it just worth it. And someone told me years ago, there's enough money out here for all of us to get. That's a fact. Yeah. There's more than enough money out here, right? They're giving away millions of dollars every day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like, you know, this is you and I, it's not, I'm not even going to say it's a competition because I'll, I'll put it out there. When I first started this thing, I found, I don't even know how I found your page, I guess. I don't know what it was, but I found it by the grace of God. And I, you know, I'm thankful for finding it. And I reached out to you like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think about it? And, you know, you could have been a dick and be like, nah, bro, I can't help you. And I've been like, all right, it is what it is, but. You reached out, you gave me some tips. I'm like, all right, cool. I appreciate that. I mean, even with this, you know, you didn't have to ask me to be on the podcast. I appreciate it greatly. And I'm here. And, you know, I've asked you to contribute to one of the stories. That's just how it works. It's no one is stepping on anybody. We're at, we can only get better from this point on, both of us. That's really the goal. And, and everything I do is just to be better and encourage everyone else to be better. And that, that's all I try to do. That's all I want to do. Yeah, man. I don't remember who I was talking to again, but I don't know how we could possibly compete. You know I mean, because we're talking about gardening or we're just, that's it. So you can't compete when it comes to gardening and it shouldn't be a competition ever. Look, man, what, I'm going to ask you a, a personal question. What's the one thing you can't grow? Man, I can't really grow potatoes very well. So you can't grow potatoes. I struggle with peppers. It's the weirdest thing. But Someone on the outside looking in will look and say, oh, well, you can grow this, 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 and this. Yeah, but I still struggle with something. And so a lot of people get gardening envy. Oh, well, how did they get this? Or how did they get that? And I suffer from that, of course, after my 300 feet, 300 feet fiasco. <laughs> but I also learned in the process of making my mistakes how to save seeds. And I am a whiz at saving seeds, which is something I never thought I'd be able to do. So in saving those seeds, I have seeds for the rest of my life that I can pass on to whoever needs something to learn. And it's, it's not about having the biggest harvest, the biggest fruits, the biggest or the best vegetables. It's what you do, how you do it. That's, that's basically it. That's it. I say gardening is for everybody because somebody gets something different out of everything in the garden. And I don't know if I said that properly, but me growing a tomato makes me feel a certain way. It might make you feel a different way. It might make the next person feel different, but we all still get a feeling from this. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. We um set up a community garden from our fraternity, and there's a brother who comes from out of town. And he's like, hey, man, is your garden open? Is your garden open? What are you growing? And I'll tell him. He's like, okay, we're going to stop by. He stopped by because that was his place of solitude, and I didn't realize that he had some, some family issues. And he would go there just to clear his mind. So it's, it's a gathering place. It's a place to get food. It's a place to, to meditate. It's so many things. And I encourage everyone to, to grow their own food because let's say we live on the block. Let's say you, me, and we're going to pick some, we're going to pick juvenile. Shout out to 400 degrees. Me, you, and juvenile live on the same block. <laughs> me, you, and juvenile. You heard? Shout out to New Orleans. And, um, I am growing lettuce and you grow tomatoes. And juvenile grows cucumbers. All right. Now, if I kept all my lettuce, all I'm going to have is lettuce. If you keep all your tomatoes, all you're going to have is tomatoes. If Juvie keeps all his cucumbers, that's what he's going to have. But if we collaborate together and share, then we all, I get to have lettuce, cucumbers, and tomatoes. And so do you and so do Juvie. Look how that works. We all just grew one, but we shared it. Cooperative economics. And we're all getting the different health benefits from all three foods just by offering it up to our neighbors. Think about how powerful that is. Food deserts would disappear if we could all do that. 
Yeah, man, I, I'm a big I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big believer in the talking about food deserts. There's a lot of empty, beat up, rundown lots in these areas that I think could easily be converted into places to grow food. I agree 100 percent. And I think that besides getting the food and the nourishment and everything that comes with that, imagine what that could do to these these communities or the people in these communities to instead of walking by seeing a trashy lot, you see, you know, a beautiful landscaped place full of fruits, vegetables, flowers, whatever it may be, right? You you said your, your buddy would stop by and use the garden as kind of a place where he can meditate and do his thing. Well, who's to say if we don't put up a couple of gardens in the neighborhood that more people don't use it to do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's so many benefits that I didn't realize at first, just from being outside and of course the sunlight and getting your vitamin D and all that. good. And it's, it go, we're going to go back again to, to dope and the whole depending on planet earth, because that's all we're doing. That's, that's all we're, we're outside and we're depending on the planet to lead us, to teach us, to show us how to live. And it's pesticide-free. It's natural, but it's so much bigger than that. It's, like I said, vitamin D. You can get vitamin D from drinking milk, or you can go stand in the sun for 20 minutes every day. I'm not a big milk fan. I'll go stand in the sun. Sure. Or just, I don't know about you, but that feeling you get when you, because I don't use gloves. I do not use gloves in the garden at all. And when you have a handful of soil and dirt and just that smell, that's the most amazing thing to me. I love it. I love it. And I, I tell people, all day. I don't do the gloves either, man. I don't do the gloves either. Like you're describing right now, there's something about that feeling, that interaction between your hands and the soil that does something for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I get stung by mosquitoes so often, I don't even remember it. I'll be asking people, you got like five mosquitoes on you. I'm like, "Eh, I don't feel it. (laughs) And I had to tell the kids because the kids are scared to, when they saw a bee, we were out, we were out in the garden and they saw a bee and they saw, you know, swinging and swapping at it. I'm like, hey, hey, relax. Don't hurt the bee and the bee won't hurt you. You'll be good. Yeah. And so I see and if you look at my, my Instagram posts and I get the, the pictures I get and people, how'd you get that close to a bee? But the bee knows I'm not going to hurt it. And I plant these flowers for the bee. So me and bees are cool. We yeah. have no beef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, bees, no, I have no beef. Let them do their thing. Ladybugs, love them. All the insects that help, love them. Yeah, man, like like you, I get I get eaten alive by mosquitoes out here in the garden. But you don't stop and swat at the mosquitoes. You just keep working. Keep it, you keep it moving. Keep it moving, man. It's 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 part of it. If it's a problem, put on long sleeve and put on pants. <laughs> right. I tell everybody, don't come out here in shorts. Yeah. Over the top. Not come out here in shorts. I'm telling you. Well, you have any bug spray? Only the one I made because I don't use off. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you use off? Don't man like no, I'm good I am serious about no chemicals <laughs> yeah man me too I, I try to be as serious with no chemicals as possible yeah it just goes back to I believe that nature has a cure a remedy a solution for everything yeah it, it does not going to get into that because then it gets all political and all of that stuff but I um one thing that I do if I ever get um some um respiratory issues I have taken going outside and cut some peppermint, cut some thyme, steep it over water and drank it. And then within a few hours, I feel great. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. Don't need to take any quill or anything like that. I just fresh herbs and hot water. That's all you need. We said it earlier. There's a lot of power in those herbs. Yes. Yes. 
it, it, and they're here for us. We just have to take advantage of them. And they're also one of the easiest things to grow. So if you're new to this show or you're just new to gardening and you want to know what to start with, start with some herbs, man. You cannot. Let me see. Let me think. Let me think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Easiest herb to grow might be rosemary because I don't think you can kill rosemary. Now, rosemary is pretty easy, man. I have some that I've neglected and it it thrives. But then I do have a rosemary bush that it has not grown at all in probably two years. Stayed the same size, nothing. But I, I actually just dug it up and moved it somewhere else. So we'll see if that, that kind of gets it going. Yeah, I've got some oregano that hasn't grown in months and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, man. But you win some, no mistakes, only experiments. True, true. No losses, just lessons. Yeah, yeah. Say that again. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So, what are your favorite things to grow? Ooh, wow. What do I love? Gotta go with it. I'm, I'm gonna go with okra, and I hated okra for years. I hated okra until I grew my own. But because it grows so fast. And it tastes so very good off the plant, and you get so much. Boom! Okra's up there. Uh, long beans. I do a a a long bean, which is also very prolific. Every other day you get long beans, and I mean they are. I think the longest one I got this year was thirty two inches. That's fun. I love I love growing watermelon. I love seeing watermelon being extremely tiny and it just growing to what it is. Gotta love water and the different. What love growing watermelon? What else is cool? Cilantro. As picky as it is, it grows fast. But the fact that you get the seeds, you get the coriander seeds within a few months, boom, you plant those again. And if you do it right, you can have cilantro growing year round until it gets too hot. Love cilantro. Yeah, cilantro is going crazy in my garden. I, I figured that. Yeah, I figured that. I like to grow things that you don't see at the grocery store. So if it's um, a color tomato that you would never see or a color carrot, purple carrots, orange carrots, yellow carrots, red carrots, boom, I'm going to grow it. Oh, these tomatoes are what color? Boom, I'm going to grow it. Something that you don't see on the regular is what I like to grow because it exposes people to something new. And it, the health benefits are different from what we're normally used to. So, yeah, I go, I go crazy with seed catalogs. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too, to the point I, people ask me, what are you going to do with all those seeds, man? I don't know, but I'm going to eventually grow. I will eventually grow them and I will find a place to grow them. Mind your business, man. <laughs> How many times have you told yourself, nah, I'm not going to get any seeds today? And you're like, oh, well, I'm going to get this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll check like certain seed seed uh, catalog websites, 8 a.m., you see what they have, and then you go back, maybe they put something new up at 10 o'clock, <laughs> 1 p.m., you know, 8 at night, you check the same website four or five times. Like, <laughs> So... Yeah, I, I also have a thing for, for, for seeds, man. Because you never know. Yeah. You never know. It might come in handy. Never know. And then it's shout out to the gardening community for being really, really nice at times. And I'll go on Instagram and say, hey, does anybody have? It was this past year I needed a zinnia. And I think three different people sent me zinnia seeds. Boom. Cool. Got my zinnia. And so you just pass it on to the next person. You pay it forward. Oh, you need what? I got you. Oh, you need this? I got you. And if you're saving your own, like the uh, the infamous Mexican torch sunflower, I just deadheaded last week. Oh, for anybody that doesn't know, deadhead means when the when the bloom goes brown and starts to dry out, you cut it off and you take the seeds off. Okay. There, that way. So we're wondering what deadheading is. So there you go. Let them know. Let them know. I took, we don't excuse me. We don't just call ourselves master gardeners for fun. We actually know shit. <laughs> 
Not just the title, man. Oh, a little, oh, a little something when it comes to gardening, man. Just we could have this whole podcast <laughs> and Master Gardener talk, just talking about plants and oh, I don't even want to get into the technical terms, right? Cultivars and, and grafting and all kinds of things. And people would have been like, "What the hell are they talking about?" But no, we, we yeah, that, that's no fun, man. We we trying to keep it. We want it entertaining for the people. Yeah, yeah. But at any point in time, we can drop we'll it on your head know. and let you know. <laughs> we'll definitely let you know. <laughs> yeah, those, like they say uh, back in the day, don't let the smooth taste fool you. It's here. Yeah. yeah. I'm here for a reason. Yeah, man. This, this whole seed thing, man, I, I go right. And I, I tell everybody, okay, we're going to go and we're going to spend two ninety nine on the tomato plant because it's already root. Oh, here's a plant. It's, it's bigger than the seedling. It's ready to go. Just put it in the ground. Okay, cool. Or you can spend two ninety nine and get 400 to 500 seeds. And so you plant the seed. What if it doesn't grow? But then you plant another seed. That's it. What if that doesn't grow? You keep planting the seeds. <laughs> like, keep it going. Yeah, that's it. Uh, until it grows. Yeah, you just keep going. And that's always about the expiration date. I mean... Hey, I'm going to plant the seeds until they don't grow, plain and simple. And then when they don't grow, I'll get some more seeds. Well, we, we just keep it going. I, I have mailed seeds to friends out of the blue. Like, hey, I'm thinking about gardening. So, of course, you know, my ears perk up. Like, what's that you say? Oh, you're thinking about gardening? Let me get you started. Here, take this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and here's some notes right here on what to do. And if you have any questions, man, send me a text, email, phone call, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, we do consulting as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I remember um, a lot of people, I get this reaction, not not really from kids, more so from adults. And even me at times, when you get the seed and it's it's a, it's the seed that you're used to seeing, if that makes sense. You know, like sunflower seeds. Yes. Like I had a party, it was like, oh man, they look like sunflower seeds. It's like, because they are. And it's, so what do you do? You plant the sunflower seed that looks like the sunflower seeds you're used to eating. Or the watermelon seeds that you spit out are the same seeds that you plant. Throw them back in the, and you're like, oh man, really? Yeah, that's how it goes. That shows like the disconnect between people and their yes. food right there. Yes, yes. I um I did an experiment with kids and the where your food comes from. And I took an apple and I passed it around the class. Everybody passed the apple, passed the apple. When they gave it back to me, I rolled it on the floor. I said, Okay, who wants to eat this apple? And they said, Oh, nobody. I said, and that's what happens a lot of the times when you get your food from the grocery store. You have no idea where it's been. What has happened to it? Damn, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> like you just, yeah, that was a good one right there. <laughs> don't know. And no shade in the grocery stores, but you really have no idea, you know, where your food is or where it's come from. And I said, we, we try to eat locally because it, it's shorter. Like the big thing I say, from my garden to your table or from my garden to my table. Like I know I, know I do it. I definitely know you do it. Hey, let's go outside. Let's cut what we need. Let's pick what we need and let's go eat it. And I'm... I'm looking at a salad right now that I'm going to eat when we finish up fresh out of the garden, man, earlier today. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, hmm, what do I want to eat? Hmm. But like, in the fall, when I, I got ready to plant everything, even though it's 70 something degrees out here, I said, oh, for my salads this year, let's do a romaine lettuce, let's do arugula, and let's do, I don't know, I don't even know what else I put, oh, spinach. So I planted spinach, arugula, and romaine lettuce. Those are going to be my, my salad basics for the next few months. I think I have the, the the exact same things growing right now. Can't go wrong. And that, I don't know about yours, but my arugula is spicy as hell. Mine is not. 
It is. And that's like a mild spice to it. I think I need to search for a spicier variety. Do you need some seeds? Because I, I will send you seeds tomorrow. <laughs> See how that works, man? The gardening community. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like, boom. I've got the package. We've all got the plastic package. Here it is. Throw some seeds. And it's not like you're going to, I'm not going to throw in there like, I don't know, three or four seeds. You will get at least 10 to 20. Right. Yeah. I've added. I've got 300 more. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the crazy thing, man. With with the power within a seed, that that also just shows me how dope nature and gardening is. How you can throw, I don't know, name anything, right? The mustard, collard, kale, broccoli. It starts as just this little speck. You wouldn't even know it was a seed if you didn't know what the seeds yeah. look like. Mm-hmm. You know, throw it in the right conditions, and it just takes off. Especially your leafy greens, your, your collard greens, and your kale—this the small black seed that you just you lose. You put them in your hand, they fall out. And you're like, oh well, and that's how we get volunteers. Oh, for those of you who don't know, a volunteer is a plant that just springs up out of nowhere, um, probably from a seed that you drop. And so you know, you go and you you you're you're going to plant your seed and you drop something, and you get a volunteer kale plant in the middle of your carrot bed. Who the hell knows how it got there? But it got there. It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing, like you said. Yeah, man, I have this Tabasco pepper. I think I grew them, I don't know, probably three years ago. I grew a lot of them in the garden, but every year it pops up in a new spot. Every <laughs> year, man. Like, this year it was in a bed kind of against the trellis, and I, I didn't have the Tabasco peppers over there. They were on the other side of the garden. What did I do? I had basil. I had basil a few years ago that went to seed, and this was in the community garden. And so the basil went to see you and I was like, whatever, no big thing. Not realizing, not knowing the wind carried all the seeds. I stopped counting at 36 basil plants, I believe. I mean, they were everywhere. But it was good because they landed in the tomato bed. Hey. So, yeah, man, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how it works out sometimes. Oh, I was like, oh, now this is dope. I had no pest. I mean, it it was the greatest thing in the world. Shout out to companion planting, because that shit. (laughs) Yeah. I've noticed when it comes to companion planting, I just, if I put herbs anywhere around whatever it is that I'm growing, they seem to be the perfect companion plant for almost everything. Yeah. And I don't get a lot of pests. Is it aphids or the aphids? Does anybody know how to really say it? I don't know. Now that you say that, I don't know. I I heard... (laughs) I don't even want to be wrong now. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't. All right. Somebody, oh, aphids. Someone else, oh, no, you got aphids. I'm like, okay. Well, I've got those annoying ass bugs yeah. that get on there, especially the okra. And so when you see a ladybug, you're like, ooh, oh, this is good stuff. And I wish that I could get praying mantis because I heard they're, they're just as good as ladybugs. I've never seen a praying mantis in real life, but. They work wonders in the garden as well. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever, I've never caught one in my garden either or seen one in my garden at all, I don't think. Yeah, so I do, um, I'm really big on the flowers. I plant a lot of flowers because they bring everything that you need in the flower beds. People don't understand the relationship between flowers and pollinators. And I was telling somebody the other day, like, oh yeah, flowers have sex. And they're like, what? I'm like... Yes, flowers have ovaries and stems and pistils and things like that. They work and then 
the bees come along and help them out. And people are like, what? How did you know all of this? And I'm like, well, number one, I'm a master gardener. Just don't tell them I sold And two, it's just the simple thing that we learned in third, fourth grade science being applied in real life because you actually understand it now. You know, you can you can tell me all of that all of that stuff when I'm a kid. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I have to learn it. But to put it into action makes a big difference. And, you know, we all know about zucchinis. If you have to hand pollinate zucchinis, you, you have to help them out because you have the L and the female. And people, uh, oh, well, I know that um, I heard this the other day. Um, I hope you didn't listen to it. I'm going to put it out there. A friend of mine was like, yeah, you can tell a male strawberry from a female strawberry. And I was like, um, not huh? <laughs> Like I don't want to be wrong, but yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Just like that rumor a few years ago that if a bell pepper had three ends, it was male. If it had four bumps on the end, it was a female. And I'm like, but they're male and female on the same plant. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. So, <laughs> man, I I do remember that, and I, I never paid any attention to that. But I, again, I could be like, maybe I'm wrong. I thought that the the fruit was just the fruit. Okay, so let me dig into my Master Gardener textbook here. Actually, see if I can still remember. So a well, we have monocots and dicots, right? Uh-huh. If I'm not mistaken. And so peppers, tomatoes, they are, they have the male and female on the same plant. That would make them, isn't that dicots? Man, don't give me lying. I'm listening to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, I'm going to, oh, hell. Nobody quote me on any of that. I think when I'm, let me see what I can remember. Monica. Man, I can't remember. Long story stab. Nah, I'm not even going to lie to the people out here. Nah, never mind. Well, long story short, the plant itself has male and female, has the male and female flowers on there. So it doesn't dictate whether the, the quote unquote child is a male or a female, because once you get the seeds, the plant's still going to have a male and female on there. So it doesn't matter. But no one, no one ever cares to know about that part. That's somewhat frustrating as well. No one gives a shit about how they grow. They just want it. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Man, that's a really big watermelon. Well, let me tell you how I, could, how I got to be that big. I don't care. Oh, well, okay. Whatever. I just want to eat it, man. I don't care how it got here. Just, just let me eat it. And I'm sitting back. I, I remember telling the brothers who we were out there, and I was like, oh, God, this parsley is amazing. It's beautiful. Smell it. And they're like, we don't care. Like, all right, bro. I'm in my own world over here, but all right. I'll just be over here. With and that's why I garden by myself a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the tribe call quest and talk to the plants. I'm like, all right. <laughs> what did somebody say the other day on Instagram? Oh, I hope my plants know that they're black. And I cracked up laughing at that. <laughs> I cracked. I just busted out laughing. I haven't seen that <laughs> one. <laughs> it was literally something like that. I hope my plants know that they're black. And I just, I just laughed. Because I'm thinking, like, what if my plants don't like hip hop? What if they want something else? Yeah. <laughs> but they don't have a choice. <laughs> I'm just forcing what I like on them. I didn't even ask them what they like. <laughs> Might try playing different different music varieties and see which one they respond better to. I I love Tupac, but I don't play the Tupac because you know coming the door, busting the four four. You know, you don't that man. Like, <laughs> No, we need positive vibes with the plants, man. We can't have all of that. Park, chill. Uh, <laughs> yep. True. True. Oh, man. Like, for real. 
<laughs> oh, man. Who knew we could talk about plants for so long, huh? <laughs> man, we haven't even really gotten into the plants yet, to be honest. Levels. Yeah. It's like levels to Yeah, and, man. And we'll have to. I, um. We'll have to get into make it do a part two, right? That's what I was going to say. We'll have to actually do some plant talk on the next one then. Yeah. I mean, we we, we dropped some knowledge on them. They learned yeah. about monocot somehow, I think, a little bit. And yeah. Oh, hell, I don't know something, man. If they didn't learn about it, they learned the name and they'll go look it up. Yeah. Just as powerful. And hopefully, for our benefit, once this gets posted, somebody can tell us where this aphids at. So we can know for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not gonna be walking around here looking dumb. So that'd just, be very beneficial. I just, you know, man, them little bugs, bro, the little ones. <laughs> the little ones. I think they come in different colors. I don't know, but just the little ones. That's what I call them, man. Very small. Yeah. Very very small. You've seen them. Slip a leaf over. They're very small. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what you did. <laughs> they got legs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. That is hilarious. And hopefully somebody listens to 400 Degrees that hadn't heard it before. Because if not, you are missing a jewel. What's up, world? I hope you're enjoying this show. If you are, then you should head over to YouTube and subscribe to the Big City Gardener YouTube channel. Gonna have videos to go along with a lot of these podcasts. And besides that, over there, I give you a bunch of information to help you just grow it and even to help you just grow it better. All right, let's get back to the show. You know what, I might, I don't know how copyright laws work, but I might try to put a song from 400 Degrees at the end of this podcast. You might want to research the copyright laws first, man. They might try to get us, you know how they, they crack it down on people, man. <laughs> the Rona got them cracking down, man. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, see? <laughs> but what if I were to play it in the background right now? Is that still copy? Like, could I get in trouble for that? You might. You might. I'm not sure. And I think you want to get like six seconds, but what the hell is six seconds? I don't know. I can't do I'm that. not sure. I'm going to have to. Coming after you, man. I'm going to have to call a lawyer yeah. after this, man, and see, <laughs> and see how that works out. I hear people playing music in podcasts, I think. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe I just made that up. Do you really want Juvenile knocking at your door like I need my cash? You heard me? Well, you know, if he knocked at the door, I'd take him out to the garden and be like, hey, man, come out here and let's, let's talk about it in this peaceful setting. <laughs> you know, Give him some Oprah. He can make some gumbo. He's from New Orleans. He knows what's up. Hey. <laughs> oh, side note, because I'm going to tell you this like weeks ago, months ago. Just grow it. Pretty dope, homie. I just, I just never, I see it and I'm like, damn, he did it again. I appreciate that, man. I got to shout out my boy Trent. He is the man behind that name. That's up there, man. Like, it's just, because that's, that's basically what it is. It's, I tell any and everybody, grow something. Grow anything. Grow whatever you can. Just grow yeah. something. Just try it. because, And maybe the first thing you grow isn't what you will enjoy growing, but at least you'll get that knowledge from growing it. You could take it to whatever you do next. That, you know, that reminds me. a few. I think it was a few years ago. I think you made a comment on my page, or I made a comment. On, I think you made a comment on my page, and we're not going to name names or anything like that. And I guess it was a phrase or something that someone else uses. I don't know. But people just like snapped and went off like, oh, no, someone, someone invented that, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, bro, what is this? I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to keep it like you. I'm not going to name names either. But he tried to charge me up. Bro, and I'm like, you were very difficult. 
dramatic with it, like, nah, it's all love. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm in my kitchen looking like, man, what the hell is this? Right? Hey, man, I respect you, but don't do that. Not behind, not behind something that wasn't, no one was trying to take your, your name, your swag, whatever it is. That's all you, bro. Yeah, like it's so not. Bad. Yeah, but the way the way it was handled was was not was not cool in my book. It, it, it didn't have to be all that, especially in front of everybody. Like, and I'm not saying everybody like out there. Like you can slide to the side, like, hey man, boom boom boom, this is what it is, and you you have given a good. Because I didn't take it that way. No, and, and I think a lot of that, and it's the thing people get so, like people just get so caught up in their feelings on things. Hey, sit down, talk about it. Boom, there it is. There's no harm. That's all that needed to be done. That's all that needed to be done because I'm not one for taking anybody's whatever it is, words. If you feel like you own words, that's cool. Or your slogan, whatever it is, that's not my style. <laughs> but I, I definitely feel like you. It could have been handled a lot better. Yeah, man. I just, you handled it better than me. I, I've calmed down because I got an older. But I'd have been like, dude, kiss my and going from there. But, you know, because I realized the gardening community, it, it, that's not the place for this, man. Like everybody, I've received nothing but love from people. So I'm giving nothing but love to people. Yep. So other people look at it differently. I guess, But yeah, so we, we don't name names. No shade thrown in any of that. I'll be honest, right? If it wasn't for my wife, I would have went right back at him. I would have had something to say and it, it probably would have gone left. Okay. <laughs> But every now and then, somebody, she talks some sense into me. So I appreciate that one. Yeah, man. That, that was, I just, I, I literally was standing in my kitchen looking at my phone. And I was like, you got to be kidding me right now. And then to go back and forth, I was like, not, not saying you went back and forth, but I'm like, seriously? Like we said earlier, I'm not trying to take anything out of your pocket. You're not trying to take anything out of my pocket. If anything, I'm trying to help your pockets grow. And I hope you're trying to help my pockets grow. That's all it is. I come from the mindset of if you're better, I'm better. If everybody's better, it's better for everybody. Yeah, there it is. So, I mean, there's no monopoly here on anything, but I don't know. Somebody got in their feelings, I guess. But like I said, we don't say names. We're not throwing shade, but we're just saying, how it was. if you're out there listening, you're dead wrong for it. Definitely. But it's okay. We yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But if you're out there listening, next time you should do it the diplomatic way. All right. Just. Yeah. Head over to the message, send a message directly to those people. Yeah. yeah. Doing everything for Front Street to show everybody that's that's not no, that's not what it is. Yeah, and I don't think anybody else is gonna remember that. No. I remember and, it. I know And I didn't know that you remembered it, but as soon as you started talking about it, my blood got hot inside of me. <laughs> the second you brought it up, I was like, Man, I didn't even get to say what I wanted to say. <laughs> No, man, there's plenty out here for everybody. And like, we even, oh man, I'm, I'm about to hit you on the side and let you know where I'm going with that. Cause like I said, I don't need anybody stealing my ideas from what I got for this next thing. But it goes hand in hand with that. And it's as simple as, I might go on Instagram after this just for fun and be like, hey, who had, actually, I do need some Brussels sprout seeds. I'm gonna think about it. It's a little bit late in the year for me to do it, but I can put some down. But I'm going to ask somebody for some Brussels sprout seeds. And because the gardening community is so dope, no pun intended, they're going to send them. And I know if anybody needs something and I have it, I'm going to send it. So that's what we do. So there's, there's no need to throw shade and say, I, I own this or I have Nah, man, just everybody do what they do and let everybody grow what they grow. Like, plain and simple. That's it. Be- because at the end of the day, there is no NBA 
for gardening, <laughs> right? Like, like we're not all out here trying to get scholarships to go play somewhere. That's not what this is, man. This is just about helping everybody be better. Yes. Yes, indeed. And helping the world be better and planet Earth be better. That, that's all it is. And if you can grow something better than me, great. Good. I want yes. help me. Show, help me out. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, that's, that's just what it is, man. You know. So thank you for allowing me to do this opportunity. Of course, you know you're on you're on the clock. You're on the clock to do my next story. I'm here. Let me know. Okay. No, I'm telling. No, that oh. that was that was oh, that, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was me telling you. Okay. I got you. Yeah, the next was all you, bro. Yeah. Received. 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 I got it. That's all you, man. Yeah. Yeah, but I appreciate you taking your time out, man, to, to hop on the show with me. Just to let everybody know, this is actually my first interview, so this means a lot to me that you would be the first person. Oh, yeah, this man, my, this, no, don't tell it's me. No, man, don't. <laughs> it's the first one, man. Dude, like, I'll put you out there a little bit. So I get the survey, right? So I'm going on and I'm doing the survey, I think it was Friday. The first question was, are you about it, about it? <laughs> and it was like, yes, no, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have to put a little bit of me into everything that I do. All right. So like, that's just me being a clown. But are you about about it though? Man, of course I, I wanted to hear yes twice. I <laughs> now it's even better because you came on the show and said you were a big no limit head. So that makes that question that much better. Man, I cracked up. I cracked <laughs> up laughing. But you know, I'm honored to be the first person. And like we said, like even last night, you're like, oh, I had questions lined up. And I was, but you was like, forget it. And I'm like, let's just roll with it, man. Like, it, let it be organic. Let whatever comes out, comes out. And let it flow, man. I, I have enjoyed the hell out of this. I had a great time. And I am honored that I'm the first person to be interviewed. I'm just, I'm just a little old guy in Georgia trying to grow some seeds, man. <laughs> like I said, man, you... When you came out with the oil, it motivated me. But before that, man, again, I don't know how we cross paths on IG, but the name alone for somebody to come up with the name dope and have a dope acronym behind it. Like I already knew we were going to be cool before we even met. When I saw that name, I was like, yeah, that, that's my boy right there. <laughs> that's family right there, man. <laughs> And, you know, people are telling me, oh, Timothy, it's Timothy, right? You're going to go by Tim? It's Timothy? Man, I, look, I, I say you can call me whatever you want. Because, like, <laughs> we, 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 we talked about before we got on here, like, this was the first time we formally, like, introduced ourselves, I should say, to each other. And so I'm like, hey, I'm Jeffrey. Hey, I'm Timothy. So this was, yeah. this was our first time. Yeah. Yeah. So for everybody listening, this is the first time we've had any communication outside of Instagram right here. Yeah. Very first <laughs> so- time. <laughs> but we vibed like we knew each other for years so that's a great thing that's how i know we're family man that's what it is man like it, it, that's, that's just what it is and just you, you find out you have more things in co- oh man i'm telling you because i'm not gonna put it out there again for the third time that's my disclaimer bro wait till you see what i hit you with after this you're gonna be like yo and i'll be like i know i know yeah. yeah. Hand in hand with all of this, man. Like for real. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, I appreciate you for for coming on the show, man. Taking time out of your day. Yo, no problem, my brother. You, you need it. You know, I'm here. I got you. Anything, just hit me up. It's all good. I appreciate it. Oh, 
shameless plug for myself, that is dependonplanetearth.com. Buy my shit because it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's dope. It's dope. It's dope. dope shit. You should support it's dope. dope shit. That's it. Yeah. Like, Dude. It should be nothing more than that. If something is dope, support it. Man, look, you know what? Man, I'm going to have to slide that my Instagram stories in a minute, man. If something's dope, support you. Right, homie. That's what it is. No need to go back to him and Han and going back. No. People ask me all the time, why should I get it? I say it because it's dope and because I made it. Because I'm... Okay, so, Sasha, and it's probably the last thing I'm going to say, right? And I don't know if you've seen this a couple of years ago. Dave Chappelle did an interview when he first met Kanye West. And they're doing something. Kanye's on the phone. Let me know Kanye's a dick right now, but whatever. No, no, I don't mean that, Kanye, in case you're listening. My apologies, brother. Sorry, my dad. And so Kanye's like on the phone, he told me like, because I live a dope life and I do dope shit. And he hung up. And I was just like, that is remarkable. Like, that, that's what it should be. Like, we do dope shit. So it's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be dope. So why aren't you behind yeah. it? Anything I attach my name to or I feel like comes from me is going to be dope because I am dope. Yeah. yeah. I will not associate with anything that is not dope. Yeah. <laughs> So if I offer something to the world, you should just rock with it because I'm dope. You hear me, Clapton? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Not to be egotistical or anything, but hey. They, and people get, I think it's the, the hands. It doesn't matter. All of this shit is dope. I'm not even going to humble myself on that. Man, you open it up and you smell it and people are like, oh my God. And all I can say is, yeah. I told you. Like I put my heart and soul into this shit. Like this ain't just for fun. Hey. It's going to be dope because I did it, you know. Basically, like, like, what did you expect when, when they open the jar and they're like, oh, this is this is it, man. Like, you thought I was going to give you something that wasn't it. Right. Like, I'm not going to have ass. Like, yeah, know, no, <laughs> I'm not going to have ass. No. no, no, especially when it comes to the work. Like, don't get it twisted. The work in growing every single thing that I have grown takes time, effort, dedication. And I failed a number of times, but I've won way more than I failed. You know, you, you play basketball. Yes. You hit one shot, cool. You hit two shots, the next thing you're going to say is give me the ball. You hit three <laughs> shots, I'm fired. You hit three in a row, I'm waving everybody off from the other side. I'm bringing the ball up and I'm waving everybody off. Get out the way. There it is. <laughs> the infamous Michael Jordan game when he hit the six threes in the first, was it the first half or the first quarter? Doesn't matter. He hit six threes. And Mark Rob was like, how does he do it? And he just looks over and he shrugs like, you give him the ball. Yeah. <laughs> give him the ball. And so when we're out here doing these things, and these dope things that we're doing, give us the ball because you're going to reap the benefits of it. Yeah, everybody's going to win because we're all on the same, like we said earlier, we're all on the same team. So if one wins, we all win. Exactly. Like, it's, man, just exactly. I can't, even say any, I can't even say anything else. Like, that's just what it is. That's, that's exactly what it is. You hit the nail on the head with that one, man. That's how we go cut it off. If one wins, we all win. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, you know, one of my closest friends, man. Like he, he has been, he is, and I'm gonna shout him out. Shout out to Johnny Jones because I hardly ever say his name in person. And when I all everything that I do with this dope shit, like he is right there with me. Like boom, he is on it. And I told him a few months ago. I said, man, this is life. When you lose, I I lose. When you win, I win. You know, we win together, we lose together. That's what it is. Shit, man, we ain't trying to lose. <laughs> so, once again, shout out to Johnny Jones for being, you know, my brother. No blood, but he's my brother. He knows that. And I couldn't be as dope as I am without him because he, he's my sounding board when it comes to these things, man. And he's like, yeah, yeah, try it. And the brother has bought 
almost every single thing that I have made. <laughs> like real friends buy your shit. They don't just say, um, he, he's like, and he's not buying it just because he's my, he's like, I really enjoy it. I love it. I use this stuff. Yeah, man. My aunt was like, oh, how much are you going to sell? I was like, I'm going to give it to you because you're my aunt. And like, you, you helped me support me with this too. But you know, you got to have people like that on your side, man. But can you say that one more time? Real friends do what? <laughs> <laughs> Real friends do what? They support you. They it, it's not about discounts. It's not what I can get for free. Because and we use the analogy right of the the two hundred dollar lunch. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you this too. So and I tell my folk, I say, look here, I got there's a select few friends that I have, and they know who they are. I said, we're going to go to lunch one day, okay? And not today, but one day. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to spend $200 on lunch. Not because we're trying to be extravagant, but if that's what we want. If you want five lobsters and a filet mignon, get five lobsters and a filet mignon. And we're going to spend $200 and we're going to pay for it because we work damn hard and we're going to get what we want for what we work for. And that's a concept that people are like, why would you do that? I said, just like I said, we work damn hard for it. And but you need that support. You need that financial support in the beginning to get to that point. I can only give you so many tips or whatever for free or discounted. That that's not going to help because I don't know about you. But at the end of you know, I do know about you. At the end of the day, you have to pay a light bill. You have to pay a gas bill. And I can't call Georgia Power and say, "Hey, what y'all got for the discount? What y'all got for me on the low this month?" Not gonna happen, bro. <laughs> not gonna happen. You just quoted uh one of my favorite rappers, Young Jeezy. Oh, see, we were good, but that's right. Georgia Power gonna give lights free. Oh. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I don't even bang with Jesus like that, homie. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, <laughs> that's the truth, man. Like this is this, and I, I hate the term small business because there's nothing small about it for me. Like I'm in here. I'm growing things. I'm making these things. I'm marketing. I'm doing almost every single thing for myself in this business. So when it comes, oh, you own a small business, I own a business, period. I don't call it small. Just because the world might not know about it just yet, it's not small to me. I put everything, this is my heart and soul every single day. I work hard for this. And and it's it's a lot easier when we get the financial support rather than the, you're doing a good job, I see what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. True. Yeah. So true. So true. Thank you, but that that's not helping me. They, they, those people, they're not invited to two hundred dollar lunch. They they can't. <laughs> nah. Okay. I mean, you heard it here. You should support Dope. Head over to the website, check him out on Instagram, and support Dope because he is dope and he makes dope shit. Yeah. And it's just that simple. Living a dope life, brother. That's all we try that's to it, do. Man. There it is. There it is. All right, man, I go, I'm not going to take any more of your time, man. I want to say thank you once again. Hey, I appreciate it. Like I said, anything you need from me from any time, just let me know. I'm always here, man. I really enjoyed this. I had a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Me too. I'm going to get on that story and I'll get it over to you. Yes, sir. <laughs> thank you. All right, man. Later. All right. Be cool. And that right there was an episode of Just Grow It with my good friend, my family. He doesn't even know we're family. Dope. Jeffrey Johnson. All right, so what you just heard was a, a dope interview with a good friend of mine, no pun intended, a good friend of mine, Jeffrey Johnson, and he runs something known as Dope, Depend on Planet Earth. So go ahead, hop on Instagram, Google, check him out, Depend on Planet Earth. 
This is dope. Thank you for taking your time out of your day. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me right now. And I thank you for that. Thank you for tuning in to the Just Grow It podcast. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview, send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, I grow at Big City Gardener. And check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it. <laughs>